0: Hello and welcome to So Divine Conversations. I'm Megan Skinner. And I'm Stephanie Galing. And this is our mid-month podcast where we have a conversation. We dig into a theme or a topic that we feel is relevant for the times, all with an eye towards inspiration and helping you to lead a more conscious life. So hello, Stephanie.
1: Megan, <laughs> it's so nice to virtually be with you Virtually again.
0: see you. Yes, indeed. Here we are together in February. <laughs> And this is our conversation. And so for February, when we were talking about what we were going to talk about, of course, the topic of love came up. We've got Valentine's Day, which it's such a celebration of, you know, all those things around the heart. So we thought we'd dig into that. So. I'm going to have you start off here. Are you going to do your thing and give us a definition of love? Are you going to break down? What do you call it? The, 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 the meaning of love.
1: You mean like the etymology of yes, love?
0: That's what I mean. Do that. you know what?
1: I'm what? not <laughs> actually. No, where <laughs> were we they, to begin? <laughs> if we'll put it in the show notes. No, we're going to find the definition of love. That is our journey today. Oh. Okay. Okay. I love that journey. We're going to find the root of love. Together. Together. (laughs) Because there's many types of love. Yes. Right? Like we oftentimes think that love is just about romantic love and that Valentine's love and (laughs) that like love of my life. But there's so many other types of love. You know, I'm thinking now of that love that, um, who was it, Aristotle, Plato, who defined all those types of love? Philia, right? Philia is that brotherly or sisterly love, like that love that you feel for your friends or for the community, you know, just for like your, um, you know, your neighbors, other people. So just, yes. I don't know why. I just started with philia. Maybe because we're in all this huge, like having an Aquarius love fest right now, but thinking about like brotherly, sisterly love, like not to forget that.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of times, you know, with Valentine's Day, you know, it, it can be a little overwhelming. It can be a little commercial. If you're All alone, it can be a little bit like, "What about me?" And so I love that your love that you're bringing into context. That love has many, you know, different connotations and many different meanings and. So as I was getting ready for our conversation today and thinking about what love meant to me, of course, you know, I speak in the language of the tarot. What came to me was, of course, the lover's card. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about that card is most times for people that don't really understand it, they see it and they're like, oh, goody, goody, goody. It's the lover's card. So does that mean, you know, I'm going to fall in love or that's something good for my relationship? And actually it's like, Well, actually, no, (laughs) because the lover's card is, I always say the lover's card is after the honeymoon. So in most decks, you'll actually see Uh, an image or a picture of a man, and he's at a fork in the road. And at one road, there's a crone at the end, and the other road, there's a, a maiden or a virgin. And one represents wisdom, and one represents lust or innocence. And the idea being that the lover's card is this fork in the road, and that the relationship that you choose will greatly define the path that you take in your life. So it's very much about choice. And when I think about the lover's card, it's after the honeymoon, after the highs of the romance and the bells and whistles all wears off. And we really get down to that day-to-day intimacy. And there's a great quote, and I I was actually, um, I'm re-editing some of my books, and I was going through and looking at the lover's card, and it's this great quote about love. He's talking about Venus, which is the planet of love and relationship. And he, he describes love as a force that brings two or more separate entities together in a way that they are totally transformed Ooh. so when we start to think about love this is like this creative force whether you know it's you know your lover or your partner or your friend or your neighbor it's these energies coming together in this very kind of creative alchemy of transformation it's those two energies that arrows he talks about it as arrows and that deep energy love is really about transformation. Mm-hmm. Isn't that good? Isn't that like another way of like whether it's your lover or whether it's your neighbor? Is if we can really come together in that open heartedness that some kind of creative force is at
1: work and we can be transformed. Oh my God, I love that. No pun intended. I love, <laughs> I also love actually as I'm saying that, how, how sort of frequently that word love pops into our language right? Even we say like, I love this. I love chocolate ice cream. I love doing this podcast with you. Like, (laughs) There's like this infusion of that notion or that feeling of love. And it's interesting to think about love as a transformative agent or transformative act. Actually, I'm because I had to move my my computer, I'm blocking the, my vision board that you wanted me to show. Yes,
0: yes I love that vision board because it's for those of you that are watching us on YouTube. She did this vision board, and love is right there. And it was a vision board about. Family constellations and stuff. I think, if I'm remembering right, but so okay. So, what is that love on that vision board being?
1: Well, what I love. See, there's <laughs> word. See, there now you I want to like no. track how many times I say the word love. That'd be something interesting for all of us to track. Um, what I loved about and why I chose that from a magazine to pull out was that it says, and you can't see it from here. People who can see and people who can't see because they're listening can't see it. It's love, and underneath it in parentheses says verb. So it's the that's why it chose it not just for love but the reminder that love mm. is a verb, right? It's an active doing. It's an active being, right? Mm. It's something that you are in motion with. It's not necessarily a thing maybe that you have or you don't have. It's something that you can consciously engage in. And then maybe from that level too, in terms of marrying it to what you were saying before, right? It is a transformative act.
0: Love is an action word. Now that
1: is really
0: good. And that does dovetail a bit on what I'm, you know, what I was talking about with that transformation and that it's a creative force. So yes, okay. Love as an action, that kind of takes it to a whole new level. It's not this passive thing, you know, it's an engagement. Um, I really like that. And you like that or do
1: you love that? I love it actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I now I'm being like so self-conscious about saying the word love. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that we overuse that word? Do you Oh think no. We-
1: I don't think no? no. I don't think we overuse it. In fact, now that I think about it, I love that it's like peppered throughout. I mean, and I'm making this sort of Observation: I, I don't really know like every other people like, but I'm noticing that I use that a lot. You use that a lot, but I don't think we mm-hmm. overuse it. Like mm-hmm. if we should use it more, like if we can just like yes. stream out these like, yes. ribbons of love in our speech, like why not? You know, yes. it's love, not a discounting. Makes me
0: t- want to sing. Yeah. Sing. No, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> You know, and, you know, the other thing is, is here we're talking about this, What also like the many kinds of love, of course, the other thing that's coming to my mind is, you know, about self-love. Yes. And I think, you know, that is something that's very much out there in popular culture right now. You know, we talk about self-love and self-care and the idea, you know, that you can not really give, here's the action word, give love, you know, really, truly, unless you have that foundation of love of yourself. And it kind of all starts there, and that that intimacy. Because again, with the 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 action of love, there is a certain intimacy there, and I would even say a certain vulnerability there to make yourself open to those energies. And so, talk to me a little bit. I mean, I, I wouldn't you agree that it starts with you know ourselves? It starts with that foundation of self love to be able to give, to truly be able to give that love to another.
1: Well, yes, but I'm wondering, and maybe it's because there's so many different kinds of love, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I'm thinking about the love where you like really open your heart to another person and then you mm-hmm. peel back the layers and you mm-hmm. let yourself be intimate and you let yourself be vulnerable. Like that mm-hmm. that could also be a scary thing and that, you know, can we not give that love unless we have that love that we've given to ourselves?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then I also think too, like who's to say just that we can't just like be walking down the street, like shining our heart open with like this stream Mm -hmm. of just like eternal love for everything and everybody, which feels not as, I'm sort of thinking about this as I'm saying this, like it's on some level doesn't feel as intimate, right? It's like, I'm not scared to do that, or I'm not having to reveal something or not having to risk something. It's more of that opening of that heart and that general love is feeding me, but do I need to know self-love to be able to open my heart to that just general sort of neptunian love i I don't that i don't know
0: well you know i think it's really interesting in in the context of perhaps there's a couple ways to look at it is one as love with another and that engagement and the action word and the alchemy and the intimacy and then love more is like a vibration Mm -hmm. you know when they talk about you know the opposite of fear is love and that the true energy of the universe is love and it's this very, you know, and it's unity and it's this all encompassing energy, you know, the divine, all that there is, God, whatever you want to call that, is love. Love is another word for that. So, you know, I think, again, as we're talking about different kinds of love, you know, we could look at it as this vibration, you know, this very essential. A vibration that we're all a part of but again when we look at if we look at we're all a part of it and that unity there is
1: an engagement there again right there is that engagement and to that question too about um whether you need to love yourself before you can love another right or we oftentimes go through life looking for other people to love us that which is not within our control but what we can and i'm saying this very simplistically like sort of Overriding the fact that people have, you know, we have emotional, psychological issues or family baggage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the first place to start is to give ourselves that love, right? To your point, right? Mm-hmm. To hold up that Venusian mirror and to just like verb that to ourselves, like, at, you know, be in action with that with ourselves. And that has me wondering if we don't, if we engage with love on the everyday, like just that act of like, this might sound a little whatever, but like, I'm doing the dishes. I'm standing in love. You know, I'm calling mm-hmm. my mother, I'm standing in love. I'm doing mm-hmm. that. We just, it maybe love becomes a muscle, right. Mm-hmm. A muscle, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's some of the outcome of sort of strengthening that muscle is that it comes back to ourselves in that yes. self-love.
0: Yes. Yes. And as you're talking to it, it also reminds me of kind of that energy or that aspect of being in the moment mm-hmm. to really, to be able to like experience it. You, you have to be present. And I think that's something that, you know, we're all working on in our spiritual journeys on this planet is really to be present in the moment. And I, I think that that does open up and offer, um, you know, that engagement again of love. The other thing is you're, as you're talking to, I I think about that period in time and I can't, it's not coming to mind what, what it is, but when the, um, the troubadours, you know what I mean that whole where the knights and the troubadours and they would they would go around from the different villages and they would they would recite love poems and they would sing love songs. And it wasn't, you know, specifically for one person. It was kind of like what they did. And so as you're talking about it, I'm like, wouldn't that be wonderful if we had, <laughs> if we had like troubadours today, you know, it's I'm looking out of my balcony, like a troubadour <laughs> going down the street and from my balcony, like, you know, singing a song of love or just kind of spreading that energy. And so there's something kind of magical about that kind of romantic you know uh element there that artistic romantic part of it as well by
1: the way you're giving me an idea for a later surprise oh, <laughs> no. Save us among them. I will come in likedo you Romeo Romeo <laughs> where art thou
0: Romeo
1: but so, one if- wonders whether like arc arc are what's that word our um magnetism or our affinity or our attraction to like the love song, right? Isn't mm. but that we like, don't actually have in our society that that troubadour, that troubadour is not showing up that way, right? And so like, we look to sort of popular culture to carry through that archetype of that love song, you know, yes. and then we get attached, you know, we're connected to the love song. or feel like that love song is being spoken to us.
0: Yes, I like that's that's a great idea, and I was just say I like I love that idea. The other thing is, I think that don't we all want to be in love? I mean, isn't that like it, the the thing? I mean, that we want to be in love. That's and I think because it just is such an elevated place to be, and I think a lot of times again we associate that with another person, and what you're bringing into this discussion is the context of being in love with life and being in love with the moment and just being in love and it doesn't have to, you know, be projected even perhaps, or engaged with another person. And perhaps that's, you know, that's kind of what we're all kind of striving for.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I remember too, I haven't thought about this in a while, but also that different notion of how, at least we say it in English, like either I love you or I'm in love with you. Like what is the difference? Like is in yeah. love, like, is that a shared space? Is that a, you know, or I love you is love is the verb. Like there always is that difference Or some people say like, you know what? I love that person, but I'm not in love with them anymore. Yeah. You know, like, and that sort of distinguishment of that of that space, you yeah. know, and maybe I don't know. Maybe that's like the in love is pre the lovers card, right? And yeah. love is like post lovers card, like when yeah, the honeymoon very, is over. Yes, yes. yes. And there, but I would—I don't know if we have time to talk about this now. But when you were talking about the lovers card, I wanted to. and Maybe we do this as another podcast, or we have a conversation. I actually be curious to get your take on what other cards in the tarot reflect different aspects of love. Like you already said, like people assume the lover's card is that, but it's not, you know, if there's other cards in the tarot that reflect different kinds of love. Well, funny you should
0: ask that because as you were speaking, I was just thinking about we need to talk about Venus. I mean, you know, mm. we're talking about the Trone. Here we are astrologers. Let's talk about the planet of love, which is Venus. And Venus represents love and relationship and other things, what we value. And, mm. But in the Trone, the card that is ruled by Venus is actually the Empress. Oh. and she in my deck she's the queen of hearts and so the empress card of the trope is very much connected with that idea of love and it, you know she's very much about the giving and the receiving of love and they talk about with the empress that she has all to do with the wisdom of love like in most decks you'll see the empress and she's not 21. she's she's she's, she's not matronly but she's she's someone that is mature and what i love about about how she's portrayed in the uh, the tro a lot of times is you'll see her and she's like lying on a chase lounge, you know, and she's surrounded by flora and fauna, which is more the Tarian aspect of love, which is that earthy, sensual mother nature. And then she wears a tiara of stars, which represent the 12 signs of the Zodiac. And that represents more the Libra, you know, the, the aesthetic, the higher mind of love. But she just, it's almost like when I look at her, I'm like, there should be someone she can say, peel me a grape, please. (laughs) So, So there's this kind of sensual, comfortable, I'm comfortable in myself comfortable in my body. I'm connected to the earth. And yet, you know, I'm open to that higher, you know, aspect of love. And so, yes, the Empress card is very much about love. And she's more relational. It's about the, you know, the mother relationships, the lover relationship, but it would be the Empress card. So it's interesting that you asked that.
1: So we could take as one way to connect with... relationship with love, we could take the lead from the Empress. Is that what you're saying too? Yes,
0: absolutely. Because when the, the Empress card comes up, it's really a time to look at, you know, what do you love? And are you receiving the love that you need in your life? And if we pull in the aspect of the Venetian or Venus aspect, you know, Venus also rules pleasure. So enjoyment and pleasure. And again, there's that empress on that chaise lounge, you know, <laughs> another bonbon, bon, please. It's like, it's like, it's that, it's to me, it's like that, the pleasure of love and the beauty. Here's another aspect of Venus. Maybe the more Librian aspect is beauty, you know, the divinity of beauty, And how amazing that can be. So she kind of brings in that more the really the Venetian stuff. So, you know, I guess maybe we could also say to people, look at where Venus is in your chart. I was just
1: thinking this exact thing. Like what sign, at least to start with, like what sign is your Venus in? And that will reflect, you know, the things that you are attracted to, those things that are outside of yourself because they're thought to be like, even like what you find beautiful is a mirror of that part of your soul. Mm, so yeah. what sign is your Venus in? You know, and the, you could say those are the things that I value or I think are rich or that I love. So really to look, you know, look in your chart. You can do your chart for free on our website <laughs> at SoDivine.us. Just go to the charts at the top and then look to see it. After you get the chart below, it'll show the planetary placements and look to see which sign that is. And then if that gives you an understanding of more of like the things, how you love and what you love.
0: And I love that you're talking (laughs) about attraction.
1: Because when you think
0: about love as an entity, as like a magnetic force, like an entity within itself, you know, and you think about the law of attraction and like how we do attract and that, you know, I'm a Libra, I will share, I have my Venus in Libra. And so I... I've been told so many times, you know, when when I'm talking about my chart, my Venus, you know, that your your relationships are your mirror. And I think that's true for everyone. But when you're talking about whatever that relationship is, it's mirroring something within yourself. That is so powerful. So Stephanie, I know this, but I'm going to make you share.
1: (laughs) So what sign is your Venus in? So my Venus is in Aquarius. And Mm -hmm. so, which is, which I love my Venus in Aquarius, but it's a little tricky because my sun is in Pisces and a lot of my other planets are in Pisces. And Uh so, you know, Pisces is very much, it's very um, emotional and connected and, you know, empathetic and, and Aquarius is more like, I'm going to take a step back. Right. (laughs) I'm not going to like be in the, like the romance of Pisces. I'm going to be like, I want to get to know you, but I want to be like friends. You know, it's very like also the attraction to like the the saposexual, right? Where the mind might like turn me on. Mm, Do you know that word? Yeah. Yum, 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 yum. yum. Um, so <laughs> it's very different, but you know, the love of, you know, different cultures, the love of astrology, the love mm. of like larger systems, the love of social progress, like that's very Aquarian, but it's It's quite a different energy to work with, with the Pisces, but it's important. I think it's a really good thing for everybody to, um, to look to, to get another level of understanding. And I mean, I also think, you know, is it kismet? Is it synchronicity? Is it just, is it as it is because this is astrology that we didn't even think about it. When we scheduled to record this, we are actually recording this conversation about love where we are then also talking about Venus today on February 11th, which is not only the new moon in Aquarius, but the conjunction between Venus and make it big and broadcast it loud, Jupiter. So I love that we're like (gasps) really just like speaking so much and like swimming and dancing with Venus on this Venus Jupiter day.
0: Oh my gosh, Stephanie, that is so cool. It, you know, synchronicity there. There are no accents. We're swimming in Venus and, and Jupiter energy. So that's great. And maybe we'll just also mention since we're talking about Venus and what, what sign, what where's your Venus? Um, we talked about a little bit of that air. So people that wake with their Venus in the water sign, they're going to be looking for more of that watery type of relationship. And water is more emotional and feeling oriented, tends to be a little bit more, uh, you know, creative. And what else What else would you use for the Venus in um, yeah, water?
1: super sensitive and, yes. and passionate and like- Empathic. You know, feeling, although no, Scorpio might not be touchy feely, but yeah, that whole thing. Patrick. And then talk to us a little bit about Venus in an earth sign. Yeah. So, Venus and earth sign would, you know, more connected to the sensual and to the body, you know, the love of also, you know, maybe money or, you know, the partner or material partners, just its general love, but like the material success or prosperity, the love of the earth, the love of art, you know, the love of things that bring sensual delight. Okay, do you want to do fire or do you want to do air? Well, well, we did air, I think, with Libra and Aquarius because air is more the
0: intellectual. It's more, you know, it's more airy. It's, you know, it's, I always say Venus and air loves a great conversation and loves the aesthetic of what's happening. And it to be more intellectual. Air sometimes has a hard time, like getting into those emotions, you know, and that's talking about that with your Pisces. But Venus and fire, Watch wow, it. look out, baby. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, Venus and fire is very fiery. You, you know, it's very, you know, out there and tends to kind of go after what it wants and is very active and creative and impulsive and engaged. And it's kind of like Venus and fire's go dog go. That's what I,
1: that's what I always <laughs> say. <laughs> Yeah, and really like, you know, wants the passion, wants to be fire, yes, sure. wants to be with the newness, wants that sort of yes. flame, right? And yes, we look at this flame. as we're
0: talking about fire. We're just like, whoa.
1: Uh, <laughs> by the way, this whole time, I have to just tell you this because you can't see this. And I, I, this never happens to me. You know what I've been like sort of playing with? I just grabbed something on my desk I didn't even know what it was. Turns out it's a rose quartz stone. Which is all about love, right? It's like rose quartz is about, like love and the heart chakra. So, um, just connect, girl. That. We just we're in sync today. We are in sync today. So, you know. So, I think it's in, all right. Were you going to end? Can I say one more thing? No, no, go, go, but, you know, go, dog, go, go. <laughs> Wait are you me a dog? Um, this. Is a conversation that we could keep i mean this could be like a lifelong conversation and obviously is an exploration for many people you know throughout history you know but i think that it's just really important to like think about love right and to think about like what you love and how can you invite more love into your life you know that may not necessarily be other people but maybe it's like your friends you love your family you love or your pets that you love or Mm -hmm. pleasure that you love or beauty that you love Mm -hmm. you know things that mirror back to you that aspect of that depth of who you are so Mm -hmm. invite in love be your own valentine Oh, I wish I, I, I'm hearing violins in the background. I'm <laughs> it's the trumpet of,
0: <laughs> of music. Invite in love. Oh my gosh, Stephanie, that's the best. I think that's a great way to wrap up our conversation w- with us and perhaps our listeners out there holding that intention <sighs> of inviting in love. And we love you all. And, you know, thank you so much for being a part of the so divine community and happy Valentine's day. If you, if it hasn't already happened in your, in your world and don't forget, you can contact Stephanie and I at so divine dot us. And, um, if you're listening to this, um, via podcast, we're also on YouTube now, um, where you can see us in action at, uh, it's,
1: it's YouTube. So divine podcast. So um thank you Megan I love you love you too and big thanks to uh, Nick Petri for our audio engineering and Sebastiano Tecchio for all the production work that he does with us and just be in love Thank you.